to the Undead Wookiee Podcast, episode 80, The Vindicator, from 1986. The Undead Wookiee is a fortnightly-ish podcast focusing on horror and sci-fi, but there will be times when we dip into other genres, because here at the Undead Wookiee, our nerdiness knows no bounds. Hello and welcome back. I am your host, as always, Hugh Lloyd, and we are on episode 80. Episode, I can't believe that, episode 80 already. Time flies when you're nerding out, eh, guys? Okay, now, before I introduce my very, very special co-host on this episode and we dive into the trailer, let me just let... (laughs) The only trailer I could find for this film um, is not in English, and I'm not quite sure which language this is in. However, what I love about this, it is so 80s, and you get to hear the fantastic, fantastic score. Um, So, here is the trailer for The Vindicator. Enjoy! Carl Lehman é um jovem e brilhante cientista, vítima de um acidente em um laboratório. Seu corpo é transportado para uma estrutura metálica com forma humana. Descontrolado, Cal se torna violento, destruindo tudo à sua frente. Ladies and gentlemen, and I am joined by the one, the only. You've wanted him back for so long. Put your hands together, jangle your jewellery. The one, the only, Mr. Peter Nielsen. How the devil are you, sir? Jangle your jewellery? <laughs> <laughs> jangle your jewellery and dra- grab your nuts. He's back. <laughs> And 
And yes, I'm doing okay. It's a slightly hot Sunday. Nice. So, uh, and I'm sat in my uh, comfy chair in my, uh, I almost said bathroom, but I mean bedroom, of course. Yes. Because the comfy chair in the ba- uh, bathroom would be the Portland throne. Yes. The old thunderbox. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's fairly comfortable for the first couple of minutes, but after that, it can be agonizing. Yes. The legs, uh, the legs tend to go a little bit, a uh, little bit numb after a while. Yeah, and then you rise up, and then you fall down, and it's embarrassing because yeah. it depends on your truck. Yeah, no, no, no. So uh, only sit there for reading the newspaper. Yes, yes, or possibly at least a very, very short YouTube video. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about a film that I hadn't seen before. Now, I was aware of this film because it has got an amazing... I was aware of it because I always saw it in the video shop because uh, it has an amazing cover. Amazing cover. Um, it has yep. two amazing covers, actually. Um, and we are talking The Vindicator uh, from 1986, which um, I got I didn't know what I, I was... I was kind of expecting some kind of sort of... Um, Robocop uh sort of rip off but actually um I this this really surprised me this really really surprised me so once again Peter thank you for dropping that in my box and um <laughs> it sounds so it sounds rude every time you say it and you know and sort of g- giving me the opportunity to watch this one so thank you sir because it was definitely definitely worth it yeah, you hadn't seen this before. It's, no, no. And this should have been actually up your alley. Yeah, oh, I, I've I, seen I, it. I've seen it a couple of times before, and it certainly was. It certainly was, and it's got a, you know, and I didn't really. It's got some really, really good, solid character actors in this. Some really, really good, and some great genre actors as well. One in particular, one in particular, who we'll come to in a little bit. It does. It does. It does. (laughs) (laughs) So um, this was what I love about this one as well. It's got like as all good video, you know, straight to video uh, releases have got. This was also known as Frankenstein eighty eight. And yeah, I heard that. I've never seen that. Seen that on a cover. Uh, No, uh, I have a friend who I think he still has this on VHS. Uh, But uh, that was always for the Vindicator. And also in Brazil, it was known as Robo Man. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so this is um, this was it's Canadian science fiction film, um, directed by Jean Claude Lord. Um, yep. It was written by Edith Ray and David Preston. Stars David McIlwrath or McIlwraith, uh, Terry Austin, Richard Cox, Pamela Greer. And uh, Maury Chicane. Now, yeah. Now, oh, anything that's got Pamela Greer in it, I'm instantly in because I think she's mm-hmm. absolutely superb. She's a, she's just you know a legend. Is an absolute. Yeah, but, she's uh, an absolute then again, legend. Yeah, you don't really have to. You 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 just say Pam Greer, and, and you don't really, really, really need to mention anything else. No, no. Because 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 if if well for people listening to this podcast. They know who Pam Greer is. Yes, and 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 if not, shame on you. Yes, because Pam Greer is a beautiful woman, and she can kick your ass. Yes, 
absolutely. And I mean, you know, let, let, let's just let's think about like some of the, some of the big hitters in a uh, film. You know, let's Jackie Brown, which she is amazing. Okay, in. we're going down. Okay, let's see. And then we have uh, well, yeah, we, co- we covered Jackie Brown last year on uh, Retro Movie Geek. Yeah, you know. But uh, let's see. We have Nico, or yeah. uh, AKA Above the Law. Yeah. Uh, Coffee. Yeah. Uh, Foxy Brown. Yes. Uh, Black Mama, White Mama. Yeah. Um, the big dollhouse. Uh, let's see, Mars. Yeah, Mars attacks. Yes. Uh, let's see, class of nineteen ninety nine. Ah, I love class of nineteen ninety nine. I love it's it. It's been a while. Oh, it's great. Uh, it's 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 brilliant. <laughs> it's absolutely superb. And of course, it's like a loose um, sequel to class of nineteen eighty four. It's directed by the same director. Um, but instead of the students killing the teachers, it's the teachers killing the students. So yeah, um, it's she, called revenge. Yes, um, I mean Pamela Grish. I mean she's done lo- your Ghosts of Mars. She's done loads of. TV. Oh, you did not just mention that one. Yes, and you know what? Oh, I'm going to say it now. I quite like Ghosts of Mars for for all of its awfulness. All of his awfulness. I love Ghosts of Mars, including Jason Statham's very strange accent. Mm. <laughs> okay, so Pam Greer. Yeah, Pam Greer. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, we've we, you seen the arena. Yes. Yeah. With Pam Greer. Yeah. That that kind of gladiator thingy. Yep. Yes. Great film. A lot of uh, lots of nudity in it. Well, then again, well, there's a lot of well, yes, there's nudity in a lot of her movies. But the yes. arena is kind of because it's gladiator, female gladiators. Yes, yeah, great film, great. I think that may be one that we may need so, to add to the list. We may, we may, we may. Our list gets longer. Uh, it, it, it gets it longer. Would, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It, it would fit, though. Oh, definitely. definitely. A lot of her movies would fit. <laughs> I think we could possibly just do a podcast on Pam Greer, on Pam Greer movies. The Pam Greer podcast. Yeah. That, that's even got a good sound to it, the Pam Greer podcast. Yeah. Anyway, hmm. moving along. <laughs> well, we, could do, we could go to the director, Jean-Claude Lord. Yes. I mean, again. Who, uh, I've forgotten that he uh, directed Visiting Hours. Yeah. With... Um, Oh damn! What is his name? Michael Ironside. Yes. Now, you know that uh, that um, serial, you know, the hospital yeah. with that uh, that cover with yes. the skull with the yeah. Okay. It's you amazing. It. It's amazing. And I got to be honest it's with you, cover. it's got the William. It's got the Shat in it as well. It's got William Shatner in it. It does. Yes. Yes, it does. It's not the Shat turned up and to eleven, but it's uh, you know. No, but it's still it. It's uh, you. Uh, he he makes his uh, presence known. Yes, as he is, uh, as he usually does on screen. Yes, he does. So, uh, <laughs> but I know visiting hours. If people haven't seen it, it's definitely a good one. I like that. Now, Michael yeah. Ironside is really good in He's it. He's bloody terrifying uh, in it. Yes, and he doesn't say a word for the f- more uh, almost half the first of the movie. The first yes. half of the movie is better. Yeah, and. Uh, but uh, no, his you just watch Michael Ironside and his eyes and his presence, and you know he he's he's In, up to no good. He's intense, to say yeah. the least. Um, I mean, Jean Claude. Uh, 
Oh, Jean-Claude Lord. Yeah. Let's see. Minefield is also with Michael Ironside. I have that one. I haven't even seen it yet. I, do you know what? I haven't seen Minefield. I haven't seen that one either. Hmm. Um, I mean, he, again, he's um, uh, he's from Quebec. Um, yep. I mean, a lot of TV. He's done a lot of TV. Um, yeah, and and, he, and his director one, I was uh, recognized the, uh, the name Landslide. Yes. Like, Landslide. That sounds familiar. And then I look, okay, it's a Desmond Bagley book. Oh, shit, I'm reading it at the moment. <laughs> 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 Apparently, the book... Uh, or uh, the movie is uh, crap compared to to the book, which I suppose is uh, uh, is usually the case. Yes, I think I think I I, I slightly look at the cast for the landslide and uh, yeah, mm. and uh, let's see the last Desmond Bagley book I wrote. No, I wrote. I, I read was ah um, oh, damn it, what was it called? Uh, the Vivero letter, which has also been made into a movie. And I saw parts of that and I thought, oh, my God, what crap. <laughs> <laughs> the book book is way better. So I'm, I'm sure it's the case with Landslide, too. Yes. Now, uh, the other thing um, that I one of the things that really struck me already, you know, and it had me sold from the second this film started is it's got um Paul um Zaza um did the um did the music for this and it's gr- it's it's synth goodness it's it is, yeah i wrote down classic 80s goodness yes it is synthy goodness um yep and i mean this guy has done loads uh i mean you know um he did it um he's iron eagle i think it's iron eagle 5 um okay he did the soundtrack now this is the bit that shocked me he, he the, the and how this did not win an oscar i don't know he did the music to flesh gordon meets the cosmic cheerleaders robbed mm-hmm. robbed okay. at the oscars um <laughs> he did prom night 2 hello mary lou um which is another michael oh, inside good film. one um, he, Loose Cannons with Gene, Ackman, uh, Gene Hackman and Dan Aykroyd um, he did the soundtrack to Prom Night 3 um, and this is something he's got two films here right that I I think they're a must see the first one is Porky's everybody well, should, should well, see Porky's goes without saying alright and then the other one is My Bloody Valentine Oh, okay. And this is a little bit of a... It's on Amazon Prime at the moment. However, it is a great, great slasher film that is totally, totally underrated. Is Curtains from 1983. Oh, yes, yes. Yep, yep, yep. People should definitely check that out. Curtains is amazing. And it has got one of the best ice skating related kills ever yeah it's uh eerie is a good word to use yes creepy scary scary is another yeah creepy yep yep yeah yeah i mean so this guy you know this film has got an awful you know the vindicator you know people sort of think not straight to video it's got a lot of pedigree around this film and more importantly oh wait before we go too far in i just realized we haven't really told people what the vindicator is about, about. yes well yes 
<laughs> oh well, Pete, if, you know, if we want, if you want to do it in a in a sensible fashion. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, let's see, action, sci-fi. Yeah, slightly horror, horror. I yeah, think it's you got could a touch, throw into touch it. A, touch a body horror in there. He's got. Yeah, it's it's. Let's see. Uh, we have a lab. Yeah. Where they, I suppose they. They're they're looking into kind of cybernetics. Yes. And also, torturing poor chimps with yeah. some kind of rage uh, program. <laughs> yes. Yes. Where they they you you kind of have I don't it, it's something they've I don't know how they program uh, poor chimps like that or or people because we get into that later but yes apparently it's some kind of uh, you, you genetically program the brain to whenever you're threatened or ever or so, you feel threatened uh, this uh, rage program takes over and you start acting out very violently yes uh, until the threat is eliminated and then everything calms down again yes so you know <laughs> and, uh, and, and 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 then it's like a lot of these movies it's not really really explained no you're just you, you you're just you accept what's going on and what's going on in this lab is i don't know it's it's not how all of these things connect isn't really explained. Yes. And uh, uh, what is his name now? Uh, Carl yes. Lehman, uh, the kind of the main character here. What he is, he gets agitated because the boss, the slimy boss, yes. uh, cuts his funding, and yeah. and they decide to uh, stage a little accident. Yes. Uh, and. Uh, and he's basically, well, in quotation, uh, they kill off Carl Lehman yeah. fairly quickly in yeah. the movie. Yeah, they do. They do. And what's interesting, do you know what it, at times it does kind of feel like? It feels like the setup for a really good t 90s TV series, late 80s, early 90s TV series. It does, yes. And it has a sort of almost sort of comic book vibe to it. Yeah, and, and a lot of like uh, these movies because uh, uh, we meet we meet his wife and uh, and they're happy, and then you find out that they're expecting a child, and then you know, aha! Every time you find out about this, and and a lot of these eighties movies, whenever you you're either getting married or you're getting a, you're, you're expecting a child or anything yes. uh, slightly happy. No, no, no. Or, Someone always dies. Or if you are, you know, ever in a combat situation during some kind of war, never produce a picture of a loved one or never. talk about no. how you can't wait to go home and see everyone. Because no. you will not. No. You will die. Yes, because that, you know, that somebody is stenciling your name on that bullet as you were producing that picture. <laughs> Now, yeah, so he's 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 um, burnt and blown up, yes, uh, violently, yes, uh, and they tell the wife that he is dead and uh, there was an accident and all that, blah blah blah, yes, and uh, but he's not dead, of course, no, no, not at all, we wouldn't have him, no, and that's where the cybernetics come in, yes. Now, and if this all sounds confusing, people, <laughs> it's well, because it is, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a mid-80s sci-fi action thriller. 
called yeah. the Vindicator. And I mean, the the suit, the original gold suit, is glorious. I want one. I, I actually like it when it's burnt. Oh, I love it when it's burnt. It's amazing. It looks incredible when it's burnt. But I'd like one just to wear to work. Oh. Hold. Oh, you're back. Hello. Hello. Yeah, what happened? Oh, I don't know. For a second, we just cut out. For a very brief second, it just went okay. boop. And now we're back. Yes, I was saying how I really uh, want the some, gold Someone suit. at ARC doesn't want us here. Yes. They're on their way, Peter. They're on their way. Pamela Greer, a.k.a. Hunter, <laughs> is on her way. Um, yeah, I want that gold suit to wear to work. Yeah. yeah. yeah just just gold. no reason. Just to show up in a gold suit. Strolling through. Yeah. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. 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 How are you? Morning. Morning. Coffee's on. Okay. Thank you. Good morning. <laughs> so this, you know, the, the, I think in terms of plot, it's fairly, fairly straightforward. Um, yeah. Plot. And and speaking about the suit, just get, let's just get this out of here. Who yeah. designed the quote unquote Frankenstein suit? Um, I think it's some very very unknown. <laughs> Um, special mm. effects guy, um, Stanley Winston, Stan yeah. Stan Winston. Yeah, and he had the help of someone called Tom Woodruff Jr. <sighs> Fairly unknown. Nah, never heard of it. Whatever, whatever happened to those guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, they just disappeared, I suppose. Yes. <laughs> no, so people. Stan Winston Studios did uh, special effects. Well, they did, designed the suit. Yes. Which looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's and incredible. scary as all get up. Yes. Yes. And it looks fantastic when it, I mean, like one of the, like the big VHS covers is him stood in sort of shadow and like flames are engulfed yes. around him. And it looks awesome. It looks yeah. awesome. And that is a, you know, that's a direct shot from the film. And that is a great scene. It's a brilliant it suit, and it looks fabulous. Um, but the suit, once it's all burned up and it's sort of attached to him, um, yeah, it's, it's 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 really it's definitely where the budget went. Yeah, it's a it's it's a, a prototype RoboCop suit. I yes, uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's absolutely right. I mean, it's. Um, however, do you know? I think people sort of look at this and sort of think, oh, it's a bit of a RoboCop ripoff. Um. Actually, I think this has more in common with Frankenstein than it does RoboCop. Well, yeah, I mean they they do call the 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 program the cybernetic program and all that the the Frankenstein project, yeah, the Frankenstein pro program, and, it, and it, it was originally called Frankenstein eighty eight. So, yes, uh, and it's that, and they even get the scene the you know I did think I did fear for the child who finds him in the um, in the scrapyard when he's throwing stones. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did yeah. think, oh, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> nope, no, because again, with this uh, uh, rage uh, program, uh, I keep wanting to say rage virus, but you, you know, I mean, you've seen too many of the, yeah. the, the the zombie movies. But the rage program basically makes him fear people coming too close to him mm. or touching him. Yeah. So uh, that which causes problems. 
well, we're, yeah, we'll, we'll get to his wife later. Yes, yes. And, um, I mean, even, for, you know, so he gets to the point where he can't have anybody sort of coming near him or there's a, there's an amazing there's a great scene with a with a group of bikers who um when he's just escaped from the lab they corner him um and then uh, obviously one of them touches him and um he he, he takes them out <laughs> mm, yeah yeah because uh, if you get too close uh, the programming takes over and it's uh, ev- everything is a threat yeah yeah um and uh he takes the one out by crushing his head whilst in a still in the helmet yeah you know <laughs> just you know well one then again mo- he, he crushes someone later on when he's in the car yes which um <laughs> which i thought was would just and the screaming and the acting in that moment is great because it's <laughs> just so it's so painful mm-hmm. so painful that you know and the way in which he just sort of crushes the car um, mm-hmm. up against a tree doesn't he? he just sort of backs the car up into a tree and yeah, then just, and just uh, yeah, put, yeah crumbles it up just folds it up like a napkin so... <laughs> <laughs> with someone inside it yes yes and that somebody was uh maury uh checking or checking yeah. great character actor um sadly no longer with us um, no he's not no, no passed away a, in yeah. 2010 um, but lots Isn't of people. Let's see, my cousin Vinny. Yeah, um, uh, lots of people re- remember him from um, Dancing with Wolves. Where yes, he plays yes, he was in, yeah. Slightly deranged um, major farmerer. Yeah, it's been a while since I watched that. So, but, Do you know uh, what? I'm going to say something slightly controversial now. Don't like Dancing with Wolves. I mean, it's uh, it's a it's a good movie. We can't get around that. No, it's it's, but, it's incredibly but, well made. Incredibly but, uh, well made. It's a little bit overhyped. Yeah, yeah. But a uh, good movie, good actors, and and all of that. But it's like, well, it some movies get get too hyped up, I suppose. Yes, yes. And I mean, but, uh, yeah, it, it yeah, you get that kind of. It does get that sort of feel, and it's sort of what is it, three and a half hours long. It, well, it certainly feels like it. <laughs> it but... My ass cheeks felt it every minute of it. It was it's that's it's a bum number. Yeah, shall but we say. It, still, it, I mean, it's not uh, not uh, putting it down in any way uh, with because it's it is still a good movie, good acting, and all of that. But it's a tad too long. Yes, perhaps. yeah, yeah. But uh, no, but he's been in like in like I said, my cousin Vinny. He was in uh, of unknown origin. Great film. twins of all twins, movies. Yeah. <laughs> Mystery Alaska, I kind of like that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, let's see, Devil in a Blue Dress with uh, great film uh, with uh, Denzel Washington. And Denzel Washington, yes. Uh, he's That's also in. Um, he was also in Defcon Four, which we talked about on our VHS uh, covers episode. He was in. Yes, he was. Yes, 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 yes. Um, uh, an okay movie, but uh, with a slightly um, misleading cover. Uh, that's a good way of putting it. Yes. Yeah, I think the cover is better than the film. <laughs> well, it is. It's still a good movie, though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And it's one of those things where you, just, I think you should go back and rewatch it. You should go back and rewatch it because it's great. Um, yeah. And then, you... then after you watched it, watch, it, look at the cover and think, huh, 
what, 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 okay. What, why wasn't <laughs> where, that? What am I missing? Yeah, where's this movie? <laughs> he was also in a, fi- a film of mine which doesn't get an awful lot of love. Um, it's from 1989. Um, it's with Chris Christopherson in it. Um, is Millennium. Um, which is, I think is a great science fiction film um, about the plane that disappears. Um, and it's all set, it's all about like time paradoxes. And... Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I seem to remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, great film. Really, really good film. Um, yeah, and he's in that. I mean, he's been in a lot, he has yeah. done a lot. Um, yeah, and he, he in this one he plays Bert, uh, who is supposedly a co-worker and a good friend of yeah. uh, of uh, uh, our main characters. And I wrote down, uh, well, I wrote down on t- over it. I wrote White Richard Cox, the 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 boss character. Yeah, I wrote down douchebaggy asshole, <laughs> and uh, underneath that I wrote Bert, an even bigger asshole. Yeah. Yeah, I think because uh, he he there there's a switch here that you well you should actually because uh, uh, yeah cause yeah he he does things he sells out his former friend he does basically he does in a big way <laughs> all under the guise yeah. of going to get coffee so not only does out does yeah. the vindicator get hideously burned and sort of attempted to, you know, almost murdered. Doesn't even get his cup of coffee either. Mm-hmm. So what a bastard. No, that's no, no wonder the rage programming takes over. Well, I know what I'm like no, when I don't no have coffee. coffee. Yeah. I think, with, yeah. And speaking of, hang on. <sighs> coffee. Yes. Yes. Um, they, but, you know, this is obviously, it's a very low budget film. Um... However, it yeah, looks I mean, good. yeah, yeah. Like you said, the the money went into the suit. I yeah, think. yeah. Um, but it's got some great explosions in it. Um, the stunt work is really, really good in this. It's really, yeah. really good in this. And I, um, the um, the truck explosion where it goes off the cliff is absolutely fantastic. It's yeah, and you so... don't really expect it. No, because you see them, you see them swerve around, and you think, yeah, the the. Yeah, you're just gonna see an explosion, but nothing else. But then they they actually, and of course it's the '80s, so things explode uh, without being yeah. Like well, people have seen a lot of the TV stuff and, <laughs> and the movies, and in the '80s everything exploded just by touching it basically, and yeah. especially cars. Yes, but uh, it looks good. Oh, it does. It looks good. I didn't. I did, I'd forgotten about that. that and, you actually, see that. And the um, the explosion in the. Um, in the sewers, where all the yep. manhole covers go up, and you know he takes out yep. one of the uh, one of the guys who were behind his murder. It's superb. It's just really, really, really well done. Really well done. Um, you know, it's it is a great it's a great film. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, yeah. You can say a lot, but you're never bored. No, and you don't, and you don't really. Uh, with all the action and the the, the way uh, as good as the the suit looks and works actually in this movie, because uh, it doesn't look bad. Because you can have in other movies you've seen uh, suits like well maybe not like this, but you know what I mean. 
uh, yeah. that looks good kind of when they're standing still, but when they move, you can kind of see the limitations. This has no limitation. It, no. it works perfectly. Yes. So with that and the action, and actually with with the actors too, even though the ADR, I think it it, it feels like they did uh, kind of ADR afterwards yeah. in some scenes. But all that taken aside, you're never bored and you don't think of it as uh, as a low budget movie. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. And I think, you know, sort of, um, I mean, in the 80s, they did go through a whole sort of range of sort of cyborg movies, didn't they? Um, yeah, they did. You know, I think, you know, there's, of course, you've got the, you, you've got the Vindicator. Um, there is a Nemesis is another one, which is a great film. Oh, yes. I think I have that somewhere. And then we had the, the exterminators. Yeah. Uh, with yeah. Uh, the cyborg uh, the, uh, tank. Uh, yeah. Uh, guy with yeah, who, who just looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, it does. It's, and, and I just love the, And you know, not only do you get a cyborg, you get a ninja as well, um, which is just it's just incredible. yes, I know. Yeah. It's just wonderful. No, and I mean, <laughs> all the Albert Pion uh, films. Um, you know that he did. You know he did Cyborg, of course, with Jean Claude Van Damme. Um, he did. Um, oh, uh, oh, oh, what's his name? It's almost. A, it, it's it's nearly there. Um, oh God, it'll come to me later. It'll come to me later. It will. It'll, it'll, it'll <laughs> pop in my head. Um, pause it a little bit. Yeah, we'll, we'll pause and then we'll come back to that one. Yeah, um, I'll be right. I'll be right. I'll be right back. Yeah, I'll be right back. My mind's gone completely blank because I was just looking at it earlier and thinking, "Oh God, yeah, I remember these films. They're just amazing." And I would, and like going back and looking at it, like I said, Nemesis was another one. There was one more. Um, oh, if only there was some kind of internet movie database that we could possibly look at. Anyway, we'll come well, back. Do to like, it. yeah, check that. I have to. My daughter just my daughter just popped in through the door. Oh, okay. hang on, and you can you can look that up. Yes. Hang on. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yes. And we're back. And I found it. <laughs> okay. Digital and Man. It was. Digital Man. Oh, yes. Digital well, Man and Program sounds... to Kill. Digital Man sounds. Um, um, I might have that one on my. On Adam my, Baldwin uh, shelf is in it. Somewhere. Oh. Adam Baldwin is in it. Um, Chris yep. Dalton. Uh, Ken Olandit, uh, Ol- Olandit, yeah, something like that. He's in it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know of it. Um, Just absolutely. I I... Oh, wait, is that hologram man? I, uh, I'm not sure. 
all yeah. these titles and all those movies they kind of just they all blur into one don't they yeah <laughs> and like films like nemesis so there's loads of these sort of like albert pion um richard j roth movies they're all there yeah. you know they're just great 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 you know schlocky sci-fi set in an abandoned car park in the near future somewhere it's just brilliant just brilliant yeah. stuff you and you just gotta love it you gotta love it yeah because because you going into a movie like that you don't uh you, well you shouldn't expect <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean yeah, yeah. with titles like that you you kind of know what you're getting into and then you just uh just enjoy yeah. the, the schlockiness of it absolutely absolutely and i think there are um there are some just amazing films out there that get a really bad rap for for being true to the genre and sticking to that sort of low budget no brain entertainment and the vindicator certainly falls into that um, it does, yes. But it's so entertaining. It doesn't do the awful thing of being boring. And I think, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think there's a couple, there's maybe a few scenes in this where the pace does dip out a little bit, but it's never boring. It, it's no, never, it's not. No. And even in um, the scene between um, Carl and Lauren, uh, where they're in the church and she's tr- she goes to touch him, and he jumps from the balcony. Yes. And goes through the floor. <laughs> yes. I'm sure he's heavy. Yes. But it's just the fact that they've managed to get some kind of wanton destruction into a really touching scene where, you yeah. know, she wants to she wants to give him a hug and, you know, show that she cares about him. And he leaps over and goes straight through the floor. It's genius. Yeah, he's very, no, don't touch me. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's the it's almost like the Phantom of the Opera scene, really, isn't it? It is, yes, yeah. You and yeah, we we haven't even uh, touched upon because he doesn't really. Uh, I mean, she wants her husband back, yes, uh, and uh, and she doesn't believe uh, they should. They they well, Bert being the good friend that he is, <laughs> yes, shows shows her the 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 security camera uh, footage of his death, yes. Uh, to convince her that he's no longer there, and yeah. she's still not because um, she's still not convinced that he, uh, he's dead. And then when when Carl, uh, her husband, uh, kind of talks to her through a, a synthesizer yeah. voice box <laughs> thingy Via that her... has a faulty line or whatever, it yes. Has, she, uh, which also <laughs> you you just have to believe and go with it. Yes, hey. That Yamaha keyboard paid for itself. It did. Not only does it play a funky bossa nova uh, background music, it's also vital communication to her undead cyborg husband. There you go. Put that <laughs> in a slogan. Go into go into the store. You know what? I really need something to talk to my dead cyborg husband. Oh, I have a, just have this way, madam. I just have the thing. You can either <laughs> yes. go with the cork keyboard, which is slightly more expensive, but if you want just your general day to day conversation based, the Yamaha will do. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of how we he talks for the most of the movie. Yes, yes, he does. But, uh, but it's like it's very. But it, it's it's in that scene, isn't it, in uh, the church where he shows 
uh, his face yes. or what's what's left of yes. it, and he looks. It, it's a good scene because you know you see because uh, they could have just shot it from behind and yeah. you, and her reaction, but yeah. you actually see, and he looks. He is at us. This is where the horror comes yeah. in because he looks. Oh, that is. Yeah. I'm not even sure how to how to. Um, I think. <sighs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, because he does not look good. No, but and it's the fact she, that she's she still loves him yeah, and wants to touch him, and absolutely. he says no and goes through the church floor. <laughs> I mean that scene where, and because you actually get to see like his brain, um, yeah, and I've teeth, always got a, I suppose, and the teeth through his jaw, and it's yeah, just oh, it's it's a it's a fleshy looking pinkish skull thing yes. with metal wirings. Yeah, yes. but yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, the um, the, the scene where you've got uh, where sort of earlier on, where um, he, he goes to visit the vindicator goes to visit Bert Arthur's, um, uh, the the cocaine snorting um, doctor. Um, and he sort of breaks into his house and throws him through the window. Um, yes, which is just it, it's that a, is it's an insane. Stephen Mendel, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, I, I don't, what's the character's name? Um, uh, Massey, I think. Massey, yeah, he, and he yeah. throws him through. Yeah, that's it. Uh, throws him through the window. But Massey yep. is such a dick. He is He's such a dick. There is a lot of douchebaggy assholes in this yes, one. Yes, yes. Well, all, all the people who actually works at uh, the lab. Well, except for maybe um, the female one. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, whatever her name was yes. now. I don't remember. Um, and sadly, she gets eaten by the uh, raged-filled chimps. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because they, yeah, they got knocked. Yeah, because the cage is open. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Ga- Gale. Gail, that's right. Yeah. Poor Gail. Yeah, she gets uh, she gets massacred. Yes, um, but, but she's a, she's more of a of a quote unquote good guy. Yeah, yeah. which is why she dies, of course. Oh, well, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> now the um, I gotta say, mind you, for a company that is dealing with very, very high-level super-secret technology, their security is not the greatest. No. The the security team working on the front gate isn't the best. No. I think think the great line is, well, if he's coming through here, I'm going home sick. And they are... Yes. Underpaid. Yes, I think yeah. they couldn't be bothered at all. No, no, not at all. So uh, not at all. Which is, I suppose, why he hires Hunter and her team. Yes, and Greer's character. And and they're not really that good, to be honest. No, no, they're not the greatest. They're not the no. greatest. Um, however, Pam Greer as Hunter <laughs> is so mean. Yeah, she is. Um, and the way in which that she disposes of um. Massey's girlfriend um, with some kind of like um, stiletto pin right through the back of her neck into the front of her throat whilst they sat in the car is is really grim. Mm -hmm. It's really, really grim. 
Um, well, and, and also how she disposes of um, uh, uh, what is her name, uh, Catherine? Yeah, she just breaks her neck. Yep, just pop, have a little bit of that. Yeah, and it's like, okay. There we go. There we yeah, everything. Go. Everything is about. I think what, what you find out later. It's she. Uh, it's all about uh, her. I mean, she is a survival uh, survivalist. Yes, is a good word. I think with every mean possible. It's uh, if there's someone standing between her and uh, her goal, you 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 get disposed of. Yes, and um, the way in which that she sort of meets her end as well as on her own terms. Yeah, that was a bit of a shock. Yeah, cowardly. Yeah, she just shoots, like, her, shoots herself in yeah. the head. Which is yeah, just... it's like your way. It's, what did she say? Your way is too messy, or something. Yeah. It's like yeah. I mean, what? Couldn't you have just opened the door and just run for it? Yeah, well, he let her he, go. He, he, yeah, because he was about to let her go. He was going to let her go, and then she, nah, no, no, not having that. No, and shoots nope. herself. However, the kendo scene at the beginning with her, where we are introduced to her character, is is a great little scene. Kind of, you know, knows what she's all about, where she's uh, practicing yep. kendo with this, uh, with the with the kendo master. But in order to speed things up, she kicks him in the balls and then hits him in the face. So um, goes with her character. Yes, perfectly, perfectly. Um, but again, it, she's entertaining, and she she no, no there's no winks to the camera. No, it's all played perfectly straight. Um, and the whole movie's like that. Oh basically. yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and it's a great film. It's a yeah. great film. I really, really, really enjoy it. So again, Peter, thank you for introducing me to this because it's superb. It's a great film. You're welcome. I've, I've seen it a couple of times, and uh, we rent. I think we rent either we rented it or uh, a good friend of mine still has the video cassette that, that we bought somewhere. So I'm not sure if we. we Rented it, or we just bought it, just because uh, of the cover, of course. Yeah, of course. So, uh, and it it flow. It's a it, it's a standard revenge actiony thing because he get an accident. They experiment on him, and he he kind of wants his his well life it's if you if if people don't know about this and they know about robocop they know about this yes does absolutely. that make sense absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah completely but at no point does a point does it ever feel derivative no. of robocop well, uh, i like the, i like the last kind of we're not gonna because people can find it's on youtube yes if you want to watch it and and the kind of like the end fight between uh Carl, uh, the Vindicator, and his uh, former boss, yes. played by Richard Cobb, yeah, uh, who's kind of like, in quotes, that guy, because he's been in a ton of stuff, an episode here and there of multiple TV shows. Oh, yeah. But yeah. the end fight there and the way he, dis- mm, how it goes, it is, it's fairly grim. And uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. And I so love the not, fact. Not spoiling it, people need to go and watch it for themselves. But it is a, it's the good end. Oh, completely. And I love the fact that not only do they beat the shit out of each other, they destroy mm. everything around them. Yes. 
to the point where yep, yep. the vindicator is stood on the stairs, so he needs to get down there. So what does he do? <laughs> he kicks the stairs out from underneath the vindicator, just yep. as you do, as you do. Yeah. And they, you know, they're picking up different bits of uh, of like bits of wall and fixtures and throwing it at each other. Yeah. It's great lab it's... equipment and and it's it's a messy it's a messy. Uh, Brawl. Yes. Brawl is a good word. Yes. You're not going to see some sort of slick wayuping, uh, no. wayafu, or sort of Bourne-esque uh, hand-to-hand no, combat going a, on here. This is a... This is a fisticuffs brawl. Everything yes. goes. Yes. I mean, they quite literally throw the kitchen sink at each other. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, all that's missing is body parts being thrown all around. Oh, that's that's do you know what? basically what's left. I would have loved for a pray for death moment in this, where if he'd like pulled his arm off and beaten him to death with it, that would have been um, that. That would have done it. That would have been like the cherry on the icing. Yeah, and it wouldn't have been unheard of. I mean, no. uh, with, with that fight, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> and and again, it's cybernetic, so it would have worked. Oh, completely, completely. So, no, Peter, so my... you're not you're never bored watching this movie. Oh, not at all. Uh, like you said, there's a part here and there where it kind of slows down a bit, but I think you kind of need that anyway to uh, catch your breath. Yes, yes. So, and, uh, and then you turn it up again. Yeah, and I mean, I think you know we've covered the I think the the major key elements of this film. How would you sort of sell this to somebody if you were going to recommend it for them to watch it? Uh, uh, wow. Um, it's if you if you like movies like Robocop, and you want to see kind of a more gritty version of it, I think you should go back and watch The Vindicator. Uh, and uh, and it's even though it's a, a much lower budget than Robocop. Uh, it doesn't really show because the suit is amazing looking, and oh, even yeah. to, to down to it to, to to the way his eyes look. Yeah, you have that. It's it's like they're kind of in in fluid all the time because yes. it's like he's yeah. So yeah, the the if you if you want a down dirty revenge cyborg. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. actually, low-budget movie. You should go with The Vindicator. Yes, and you get Pam Grier thrown in. Yes. <laughs> so, my friend, have we missed anything from The Vindicator? Have we missed anything out? Anything? No, that... I think not, really. I mean, we talked about... Well, maybe we didn't really touch upon, on Carl Lehman, who plays him, David yeah. McIlwraith. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, we didn't even touch on Terry Austin, who plays his wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's fair. That's fair enough. And I mean, you know, David McKill, he's a numerous television. Loads yeah, he's of been. Yeah. Um, he was also in Vampire High. Did you ever watch Vampire High? No, I I I saw that, and I kind of thought oh, Vampire High sounds familiar, but I don't think I ever saw it though. It was. So, it used uh, to run. Um, they used to show it all the time on. Um, the horror channel. It's, there's only one season and there's only 26 episodes. Mm. Um, it is very, very silly, very, very low budget. Um, 
but it's it, it, it's you know it's all about like um uh a, like a vampire sort of civil war kind of thing going on it's it, you know it's it's kind of like x-men but with vampires okay um it's a lot it, of fun. It's, it sounded familiar. I might have seen an episode. Uh, I'm not sure. It's a lot of fun and it's quite cheesy. It oh, is quite okay. cheesy. Um, I mean, Terry Austin, again, not landing. Yep. That's, I think, what she is mostly known for because that ran for a long time. 96 but, uh, she... episodes. <gasps> so, but it, she's, she was on that. She's been on a ton of other murders she wrote. Uh, Matlock, Seinfeld, an episode here and there. Yeah, and yeah. Then I think she was in Baywatch Nights. Remember that one? Oh God! Uh, not Nights. one of the most, not one of the most popular. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, yeah. We, um, we still watched a bit of it. Yeah, um, I mean, she she's kind of like like Richard Cox, who plays Alex White, the boss. Yeah, uh, I mean, he was he was in episodes of uh, Star Trek: Next Generation, Millennium, The X Files, Midnight Caller, Freddy's Nightmares, Remington Steel, for Christ's sake. Oh, so, uh, Remington a Steel. lot of these has been in uh, a lot of TV shows and voice work uh, with some of the other uh, with some of the other actors. So, uh, uh, yeah, because so I think that's no. Stop me if I'm yeah. wrong, because you're a star, you're more of a Star Trek fan, and he's in what this wasn't he like a, did he play like a terrorist fighter? He was like a terrorist on a fighter for like independence or something. In, what Richard Cox? Yeah, in he uh, might have been. Yeah, I, don't I can't remember, remember the episode. Yeah, I, think, no. I think it's one of my favorite episodes actually. I'll have to because I'm not a massive like Trek. I like Star Trek, but I'll have to go Hang and watch on. it. Cause I think he's, um, Let's see. Hang on. I think it was a really good one. It's one of those episodes where you watch and you sort because of, you watch them all anyway. But it's one of those ones where you watch and you go, that was a really, really good episode. It was really well acted. Let's see. Richard Cox. Da, da, da. Uh, he played a uh, Carol Finn. Let's see. Great act. You know, he's a really good character actor. And I mean, did loads on the on uh, Broadway. Um, he got, he was, to- he, I think he got nominated for a Tony Award at some point. Um, but he's a yeah, because really- he's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, he's he's in quotation. He's that guy. You remember? You you recognize his face, but you can't really, really, because uh, he's been in so much. You don't really, uh, you can't pinpoint exactly where. No, no. Let's no. see. I'm looking here, Star Trek, because just because you said it, I have to find <laughs> I out. I need to find it now. <laughs> uh, he played Carol Finn. There we are. One episode only. But yeah. Let's see. What was it called? The High Ground. Yeah, because I, I remember watching it, coming home from school and watching uh, okay, it, and just yeah. being like Let's gripped see. by it. It was one of those great episodes. Because like Next, Next Generation does that quite a bit, because I mean, it ran for years, didn't it? But, yeah. you know, it, it, every now and you know, there was a couple of episodes where there was a little bit of filler, but every now and again, you would get like episodes that were like absolutely gripping. Yeah, this is, let's see, uh, Civil War, Seven Years Between Two Continents. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I remember this one. Uh, Great one. Well, and it was like the other episode I, that, that sort of always stuck with me was when Picard was... Um, I, I remember this, yeah, sorry, I just read, uh, yeah, I remember this episode, yeah. Yeah, like, it's, like uh, like a, he, he was like a, it's like a planet that was uh, like a civil war and he was one of the... Uh, he was one of the leaders of the, yeah. the fractions there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And like, it was that one. The other episode that always stuck with me is the episode where Picard is tortured, like, um, I think it's by the Kardashians, and they're making him, not Kim Kardashian, um, um, but they're making him look at the lights and say how many lights there are. They were there. That was <clears> a great episode. Really, really well done. Really, really good. So. Yep. So. It's, it's, you're, you're talking to a Trekkie, so, yep. Scores on the doors. How would you score The Vindicator out of 10? Oh, wow. Like like most of the movies we, we cover or have a tendency to cover on yeah. <laughs> when it's when it's you and I we, we it's if you if you look at the movie as a uh, as, as a movie yeah it, it's not uh, the score can't be all that well even though the the suit does look uh, look good but the scores are a lower yeah. but for sheer entertainment value it is it is up there it is at least an eight. Yeah, I think, you know, for, just, just for entertainment, like I said, entertainment is an eight. I think if you yeah. were going to be really, really hypercritical, it would be like a five or a six. Yeah, because, again, the the suit looks great. Uh, the the And I, like I mentioned before, it's I'm sure the, the ADR was done afterward because uh, a lot of the scenes you could kind of hear, it's it doesn't sound like uh, the dialogue yeah, was it's not recorded. recorded. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, I think that, that was done afterwards. Yes, so, uh, oh yeah, for people who don't know, ADR is kind of like the dialogue. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah if they don't know, additional it, it, dialogue. It, it, recording. It, yeah, it did sound uh, like that was done. Uh, they touched up on that one yeah. afterwards. So, yeah. and, and, and which is <sighs> for some of the scenes, it's almost like uh, it, it. It sounds like yeah. the acting is not top notch, but I don't know. It, I think that's the recording. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but but so, like you said, around a five for that. But sheer entertainment is it's definitely at least an eight. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Peter, <coughs> my friend, it's as always. It is always a pleasure having you on. It's been a blast, man. Thank you so much for coming on. It's it's been a while. The last it has three months. We did. Yeah, the last one we did wasn't really a movie. It was the the. The VHS covers. Yeah, yeah, that was three months ago. So uh, yeah, that was. Three it was months ago. no, it wasn't. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, three months ago. Wow, three months. Yeah, time flies. But three months. What? What? Yeah. What have I done for three months? <laughs> have you have you lost three months somewhere, Peter? <laughs> well, at least one month. It seems like wow. Okay, so it's been yeah. Okay, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, but it's well, we do chat back and forth oh, so it's not like we haven't but which is why it seems like wow was it that long yeah. ago that we actually recorded it was okay see time flies yeah it does time flies when you're nerding it up so <laughs> oh and speaking of nerd, let's see if uh, i'm gonna look at our list the scroll is unveiled the shush <laughs> uh, let's see yeah want to watch it over there it's rolling yeah. <laughs> uh let's see okay so should we? And I'm not mentioning any names because I want to. I want that to be teased out. But yeah, should we? Should we do something with uh, cowboys and dinosaurs next? We've talked about that. Absolutely. No, don't mention. Don't mention no, anything. I don't you know yeah, exactly, what, know I'm exactly what we're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Absolutely. Should we? Yeah. yeah. Okay. To quote, so people can, people can guess what that is. Yeah, to quote <laughs> Team America, fuck yeah. You know, okay. Let's do that. 
outstanding. So, yeah, because why, why, why go for the highbrow stuff? Exactly. Exactamundo. Okay. Peter, so, my friend. Uh, we've, de- we've decided our next movie then. Yes, perfect. <laughs> Peter, my friend, thank you so much for being on. Thank you, man. My pleasure. You take care now. Oh, and before we go, where can the good people find you? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, they can find me uh, on Retro Movie Geek. Uh, where we uh, discuss movies 20 years old or older, or they can find me uh, with uh, Joel and and Allison uh, talking about made-for-TV suspense and horror from the 70s and 80s mainly on Terror on the Tube. Awesome. And they can find me here uh, once in a while, and uh, if they want to listen to some uh, long (laughs) episodes, they could go to uh, Land of the Creeps podcast. Make sure you have a pot of coffee and a very, very comfortable cushion. God, the last last episode I was on there was the Nordic one. It was almost six hours. Jesus, man. That's just (laughs) just insane. That's insane. Uh, That is called insanity, yes. Wow. uh, Yeah, well. Wow. Greg, I don't know how it did, I don't know how he edits that, but yeah, man. <laughs> I, I don't think he edits a lot. When the episodes are that long, he just just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's amazing. Dude, thank you so much for being on, Peter. And we shall speak soon. You take care, my friend. <laughs> you too, man. <laughs> bye bye. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure recording with Peter. And um, once again, getting a rummage round in his box. Moving on. Okay, you... <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a slightly silly mood. It's the trailer at the beginning of this episode has done it. Um, as you guys probably know, uh, we've already started pre-production on uh, the feature version of School Hall Slaughter, and I've got some amazing shout-outs to give to some people who have donated to our Indiegogo campaign, um, which is live. We've just extended it because some people have said that they want to give, but obviously money's a bit tight at the moment, so this is why this is extra special to me, and I want to say a massive thank you um, to the following people who have uh, donated and claimed their amazing perks. So first of all, I want to say a huge thank you uh, to DC Harrison. Thank you, my brother. I really appreciate it. Jonathan Pate, thank you. Gorehound, Thank you so much. Uh, Robert Gribble, thank you, my man. Thank you. Honestly, I can't appreciate it. Some strange duo named Lindsay and Catherine Davis. Hmm. I wonder who they could be. Peter Mahoney, thank you. Thank you so much, man. Thank. I genuinely appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Jonathan McLean, Richard Roundtree, uh, Ryan Graham. I want to say a big thank you to Jonathan Hunt for his very, very, very thoughtful donation. Uh, RJ Duckworth thank you my brother and it's been great connecting with you on social media Uh, Nicholas Stacey thank you so much John Tamburini I'm apologising now if I've got that name wrong already but thank you man I appreciate it Justin Park thank you brother it's really really appreciated Peter Scott thank you Peter it's honestly I cannot tell you how much and how well-timed your donation was and of course Hellbound Media thank you guys I genuinely appreciate absolutely every single penny that that you have donated and i hope that you enjoy your uh, perks Uh, we got some great perks out uh, on our campaign guys from uh, signed artwork created by emma stacy our leading lady Um, we've got a a special edition dvd for you we've got a digital download Uh, obviously when the film is there we've got 
stickers. We've got, um, you know, we've got associate producers credits up there. So go on over to Indiegogo and check out our campaign. And you can find the campaign uh, under School Hall Slaughter. You can follow us on Instagram under School Hall Slaughter. Uh, you can follow it on Facebook. Uh, if you go over to the Undead Wookie Twitter page, we're tweeting about it all the time there as well as the show. So, guys, yeah, pop on over and have a look. And even if you cannot afford to donate, because I know things are tight at the moment, please share the love. Get the word out there, because honestly, I can't wait to share this with you. Um, I'm very, very excited about it. Okay, up next, we have got... What the Wookiee watched. Okay, up first we have got Brahms, The Boy 2. Let's check out the trailer. Jude, I'm home. Jude. Gotcha. It's fun to be scared sometimes, huh? It's bad. It's just a dome. It's pretty violent. I understand that some of Jude's behaviors would be upsetting, but I urge you to find a place where he feels safe. I think it will be good for him. Good for all of us. Oh my goodness, look at that. That must be the main house. Come on, Jude. Looks like he was broken before and put back together. Who's this handsome chap? Brahms. How'd you come up with that? He tells me all sorts of things. Okay. I just think it's all a little bit creepy. What are some of the things you talk about? The other families, he's loveless. You want to take the doll away from him? Yes. It's just a whisper first. Something is happening to him. He knew your boy would find him. Okay, that was the trailer for Brahms, The Boy 2, uh, directed by William Brent Bell and written by Stacey Minear. It stars uh, Katie Holmes. Uh, we're quite surprised that she popped up in this. Uh, Christopher Convery, Owen Yeoman, the fantastic Ralph Inson, um, Daphne Hoskins, uh, Kenoe Ribeiro, uh, Jolie Collins, Oliver Rice, Angelie Jay. Uh, Natalie Moon and of course this is the follow up to The Boy um, and it follows uh, a brand new sto- a brand new family who uh, move uh, into the um, sort of 
the house attached to the Hilsham mansion. Um, and very, very soon their son Jude finds Brahms lurking in the woods. Um, this is an interesting one because it takes the it takes the entire it, it's kind of jettisons uh, parts of the original uh, film and what made the original film so interesting. Uh, this very much goes down the line of um, the doll actually being supernatural. Um, and it does take a little bit of the edge off. Um, the cast are good. Uh, Katie Holmes does a great job in this. Ralph uh, Inson is superb as always. Um, you know, uh, Christopher Convery is pretty good as the young boy in this. Um, I enjoyed this film. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. Does it bring anything new to the genre? Of course it doesn't. Um, it, has, it relies very, very much on the jump scare. Um, it doesn't have that sort of foreboding feel that the original one sort of ha um, sort of ha did so well. My, I just feel, felt like this is a bit of a cash-in, really. Um, and I think the first one I enjoyed so much, and I thought that was there were such good performances in this. This one feels a little lackluster at times. And I would probably give this one a 5 out of 10. Okay, next up we have got Don't Go In The House from 1979. Let's check out the trailer. In this house, 25 years ago, a child was given life. Donald, come here. He was raised in isolation. You're a bad boy. Instructed in fear. You're evil and you must be punished. Imprisoned by a tormented mind. Your father let you do things like that, but he's gone now. And baptized in flames. Now he has come of age. His suffering has ended. And ours is about to begin. You hear that, old lady? I'll punish you again! If you would be spared from the fury of his vengeance, <laughs> whatever you do, don't go in the house. Stairway by stairway, he draws you closer to madness. Oh, God! <laughs> and soon, he'll share the terrifying secret behind this door in the Room of Steel. Don't make me do anything bad, Mother. Don't go in the house, <laughs> because the people who live there aren't people anymore. Don't go in the house. But if you do, don't say we didn't warn you. Don't go in the house. Okay, that was the trailer for 1979's Don't Go in the House. Uh, directed by Joseph Ellison and written by Joe Maysfield. Uh, it stars Dan Grimaldi as Donnie Keller, Charles Bonet as Ben and Bill Ricci as Vito. And this essentially follows the story of a young man um, who was cruelly tortured by his mother uh, who burnt him uh, as a child for misbehaving. Um, and as a result, he's gone all Norman Bates on everyone and now stalks women with a flamethrower. Uh, <laughs> this is available on Amazon Prime. Um, it has this sort of 
great sort of uh, late 70s, early 80s grimy feel to it. Um, it certainly would have played out very, very well on VHS. Um, I think Donnie, uh, Dan Grimaldi gives a great performance as uh, as Donnie. Um, I enjoyed this one. I did. It's a bit slow in places. Um, and uh, it takes a little while to get there. But I really enjoyed it. I don't think it's... Uh, I think it's got a few people out there who, um, who are not massive fans of this film. But I enjoyed it. It's it's very, very much of its time and very, very much of its genre. Um, oh, you, just, you could probably hear sirens behind me. It's most likely my lift. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and it's worth it's worth a look. If you've got Amazon Prime and you're in that sort of, uh, you know, 70s, 80s slasher vibe, then why not go check it out? It's definitely worth it. And I, I think out of the, the don't movies... Um, it's one of the better ones. It is one of the better ones. It certainly is. It's certainly better than Don't Go Into the Woods, which um, which isn't very good at all. Okay, and I would definitely give this one, ooh, maybe a 5.5 out of 10. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, our time has drawn to an end. I know, can you believe it? Time has flown by. And, you know, remember, ladies and gentlemen, COVID hasn't gone away. So keep washing your hands, keep socially distancing and look after each other. Be nice to each other. So all that's left for me to say in the immortal words of Count Dracula. Good night out there, whatever you are.